Hello and welcome to this IBR Business Profile, a podcast from the Iowa Business Report. I'm Jeff Stein. In the 48th edition of our program, which aired during Thanksgiving weekend, we thought it was appropriate to talk about Iowa's turkey industry. The state's turkey producers are seventh in the nation in terms of productivity, and 2020 saw the national Thanksgiving turkeys come from Iowa. Greta Irwin is executive director of the Iowa Turkey Federation. She spoke to me by phone from Washington, D.C. on November 23rd, the day before the presidential turkey pardoning ceremony at the White House. We have about 11 million turkeys that we raise in Iowa every year, and that's on about 130 Iowa family farms. Iowa has a very long tradition and history of raising turkeys. And I have a lot of family farmers who are second and third generation turkey farmers. And we have new families that have joined the turkey industry because livestock is one great way to add a new family member into the family farm. And when you're raising corn and soybeans, you know, it's nice to have that diversity. And, you know, corn and soybeans is kind of why we have turkey production in Iowa. Our number one cost to raise a turkey is its feed. So the cost of corn and soybeans is very important to us in the turkey industry. And you get better quality corn and you get economical corn when you're closer to that source. So turkeys and I are going to consume over 11 million bushels of corn and over 110,000 tons of soybean meal. So being close to our sources of the grain in Iowa and having those farmers and then processing those turkeys in Iowa it's a great economic boost to the state of Iowa. Now, I live in a rural area, and I have wild turkeys that roam through the woods and onto my property, and I have to tell you, they look very different from the photos I see of what Iowa turkey producers are raising for harvest. Talk about the distinction between what I see just walking through my woods and the kind of bird I'm going to serve on Thanksgiving. As we all know, turkeys have been part of the North American continent for um, years and years and years and years. I mean, we can find turkey fossils back with the dinosaurs. And so turkeys were here when we colonized the United States. It was a critical food source for our Native Americans. And so to continue that tradition just makes sense. So the turkeys that we raise today are cousins of those wild turkeys we see out in our farm fields and in our backyards in Iowa. They look different because of some of the regulations and processing requirements that we have as consumers. So if you take a dark feathered turkey and you remove that feather from its pore, it will leave a dark speck. If we raise a white feathered turkey and we remove that feather, that color is not obvious. And so when we went to improved inspections for turkeys, we switched the colors of the feathers so that our inspectors could better inspect that turkey to ensure that it is a safe and wholesome product and there wasn't bruising or other imperfections on that skin of the turkey. So those turkeys we're raising in our barns today, they're cousins to those wild turkeys we see out in the field. And just a few simple changes to make sure that consumers are getting a safe, healthy product is all that the industry has done. What are some of the challenges that turkey producers face these days? Um, Currently, the turkey industry is under just a little duress, like every small business, every company and business right now in the United States is adjusting to the markets due to COVID. Uh, We have seen a decrease in turkey production 
due to the decreased in sales of our turkey items. So if you go into a quick serve restaurant and you buy a deli sandwich, it has a large possibility that it came from an Iowa turkey farmer. In Iowa, we raise tom turkeys, which are the male turkeys, and those are further processed into deli meats, into other further processed products. So we as consumers have stopped being out as much. The deli meat sales have gone down, and that's had the largest impact right now on our industry. And going forward, we're just a little bit nervous just because we're not out and about as much and what impact that might have on our markets. I also wonder if people who think of Thanksgiving dinner and the traditional turkey forget about having turkey in some form at other times of the year. In other words, it's almost a victim of its own holiday success. It is. This tradition has definitely been a fabulous part of the U.S. and Iowa turkey industry. Um, But in reality, in Iowa, we're the fifth largest turkey processing state, and we do not do any whole birds. Everything gets further processed into the turkey sausages, the turkey bacon, the turkey bologna, the turkey deli meat, um, turkey hot dogs, all of those other products that we enjoy all year long. And so um, you're going to the Iowa State Fair, you're enjoying a turkey drumstick that's coming from Iowa. Um, Think of the turkey tenderloins that we like to pick up at the grocery stores and put on our grill. All those further processed products are coming from Iowa, and we're not doing any whole turkeys Now, the official national Thanksgiving turkeys, those came from Iowa this year. That's a wonderful, wonderful tribute to Iowa's production and explains why you and I are speaking by phone, you being in Washington. I am in Washington, D.C. right now. We will be working with the White House and having the presentation of the official Thanksgiving turkey to the president. So it's exciting time for us in the industry to be talking turkey. Ron Cardell is our Iowa turkey farmer who serves as chairman of the National Turkey Federation. And that's what allowed Ron to have this honor to raise the turkey and bring it to Washington, D.C. because he is the current chairman of the National Turkey Federation. He lives over in Walcott, Iowa. He's a corn and soybean farmer. His family homestead dates back to the 1850s, and he is a sixth-generation farmer and very excited and very proud to have this honor to present the president with the official Thanksgiving turkey. And a unique part of that, of course, this year, once the turkey is pardoned, it's not only coming back to Iowa, but it's going to be at Ron's alma mater on full display. It is. It is coming back to Iowa State University, which this is the first time this has happened. Ron is the eighth Iowan to have pardoned a turkey with the president, but this is the first time the turkey has come back to Iowa State University. And we are so excited for the students at Iowa State University to have an opportunity to interact with these turkeys, to provide care for them, whether they're veterinary students or people that are in the poultry science program. They will have an opportunity to interact with these turkeys for their natural life and become part of that curriculum and that experience at Iowa State University. Greta Irwin is Executive Director of the Iowa Turkey Federation. We spoke via phone on November 23, 2020. The Iowa Association of Business and Industry is a supporter of the Iowa Business Report, radio program, and podcast. The Iowa Business Report airs weekly on dozens of radio stations across the state of Iowa, with the podcast posted right here every week, along with additional IBR extras, 
and IBR business profiles. I'm Jeff Stein for the Iowa Business Report.